Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Bottled Up Podcast, and boy, it's been quite a week. It's been quite a week, and right now we've seen a lot of changes in the sport. There's really the elephant in the room to address, and we'll touch on that, but first and foremost, man, the Blue Emu 500, what a fantastic run at Martinsville for everyone involved. It was a really, really great race. Ryan Blaney had himself a heck of a run, Brad Kozlowski as well, but the winner, Martin Truex Jr. gets his first win of the season back to back now at Martinsville. He did a fantastic job, and man, Martinsville under the lights is as cool as it gets. Also, I got to give a shout out to the NASCAR social media team. They absolutely killed it this week. It was really cool following along over on Instagram and Twitter. All the content that they put up in preparation for this race, or for that race, I should say, was awesome. And now we've got this race coming up this weekend down to Homestead, Miami on Sunday. That is going to be absolutely awesome. The Dixie Vodka 400. It's a great racetrack, Homestead, Miami. is. It's a difficult racetrack as well. The Xfinity Series, the Truck Series are both going to be there. Both of those races are happening today when you're listening to this. So if you're listening to Bottled Up before that race, before either of those races, congratulations, you're early. But man, I really do think, now I say this a lot, I really do think, though, that Anthony Alfredo and Christian Eckes can both win here. Christian had a great run, uh, or usually has a lot of great runs at these mile-and-a-half tracks. You always got to keep an eye on him. He had a great run last week, though, had himself a solid finish there towards the end. Almost had the win at Texas, another mile-and-a-half track. Now Homestead coming up. Man, it's going to be exciting. And Anthony Alfredo, if you remember last season, he was slated to run Homestead Miami over with DGR Crossley in the number 15. That was the Friends of Jacqueline uh, race car that day. And, man, did he have a cool-looking car, cool-looking fire suit as well. But, uh, essentially, there was quite a bit of fuel in the engine uh, just sitting there when it should not have been sitting there. It was, it was hung open uh, during tech inspection. So, when he fired up the engine... Um, Usually when people say they blew an engine, they don't mean shot a rod through the engine casing. Like, literally metal parts going, shooting through the engine block. Yeah, he blew an engine, like small explosion blew an engine. So, but he was the fastest truck there in practice, or second fastest in practice, and he hated the way the car was handling. He got off the track and said, it's handling like, you know, like garbage. It's terrible. And they go, oh, we're top of the board. We're near the top of the board. So, it's one of his favorite tracks. I think he's going to do really well there. I'm excited for it. So, we'll have to see. Now, for Martinsville to wrap that whole conversation up, Martin Truex Jr. did end up winning it, led 132 laps. We saw Kevin Harvick dominate, too, at Atlanta the last race on Sunday, so he had himself a great run. So Ryan Blaney was in second, Brad Keselowski third, Joey Logano fourth, Chase Elliott fifth, had himself a good night. Alex Bowman a really good run in sixth. How about Matt Benedetto in seventh there for Wood Brothers, had himself a fantastic run. William Byron eighth, Kurt Busch ninth, Jimmy Johnson led 70 laps, came home tenth. Bubba Wallace a fantastic run throughout the night, was running top 10 for most of it, finished 11th, Newman in 12th, Busher 13th, Michael McDowell, a really solid run for 14th there, Kevin Harvick in 15th, Tyler Reddick 16th, Clint Boyer 17th, and Corey LaJoy, the last driver I really wanted to touch on here, five laps led, finished 18th there, stacking pennies, did himself a really, really great job, Eric Almarola as well, finished 33rd, but led 19 laps, so that was pretty cool to see as well, 
Cole Custer back in 29th if you're, if you're following along with the rookies. Quinn Hoff ran 474 of the 500 laps. You know we always give updates on the Starcom Racing team here on the Bottled Up Podcast. And maybe, maybe, maybe we'll see if we can get Quinn Hoff on the show as soon as the schedule lightens up. But talking about Atlanta, to quickly go over that, Kevin Harvick won it. Kyle Busch finished in second there of, a, of 325 laps. Kevin Harvick led 151 of them, just shy of half of it. Martin Truex Jr. finished in third. Blaney in fourth, so two solid runs back-to-back for him. Two straight top fives. Denny Hamlin fifth. Kurt Busch sixth. Jimmy Johnson, another good run in seventh. Leading 26 laps was eighth-place Chase Elliott. Then Brad Keselowski, Joey Logano, Austin Dillon, a really solid run. Now, he actually had to get out of the car at Martinsville because, as as I understand it, one of the crush panels on the inside of the car was forcing hot air, the exhaust fumes, into the cabin. Now, if you know much about those exhaust fumes, that's carbon monoxide. So not at all good to breathe. So essentially, he just, you know, almost passed out in the car, came to pit road, got medical attention, but he was all okay. Uh, they're having a kid soon as well. So they had, who was that on tap there? I'm going to forget this, and I'm going to absolutely hate myself for it. But I'm going to sit here and leave this part in just so you all know that I don't remember everything. But you know what? Sitting there on tap was, it was A.J. Allmendinger. Allmendinger had himself a really strong run the last X-Mandy race uh, at Bristol. So he had himself a really good run. And then he was on tap to come in and race for Austin Dillon, but didn't end up jumping in the car. Too bad. Oh, well. Um... But, yeah, thankfully, Austin Dillon was okay at the end of it. Now, to sort of address the elephant that's in the room, there's been a lot of of discourse over the past week on NASCAR's move to ban the Confederate flag at races and to allow drivers or team members and officials to take a knee during the national anthem. There's been a lot of upset about it. Uh, We're not going to take, you know, either side here. Um, Obviously, we've put out statements over on the app, Bottled Up Radio Twitter page, and basically what it all boils down to is any sort of hate isn't going to be tolerated uh, within our group with Followed Up or anything else, so there's no need to attack anybody else over their opinions or their beliefs or whatnot, but Bubba Wallace has been very, very outspoken uh, over the past week. He sort of said on, I think it was CNN or uh, MSNBC, basically said there's no reason that we should have the Confederate flag still. I think it should be banned. Within about 24 to 36 hours, NASCAR made the ruling that it would be banned at tracks. Now, does that mean we're not going to see it at all in the campgrounds or anything else? Probably not. There will be people flying it in protests, and, you know, they can't control everything. Something will slip through the cracks, but NASCAR essentially making that statement and saying this is what we're doing for the path forward, that is their prerogative. Again, they're, they're a company. If they want to make that statement, that is completely within their rights to do so, just like it's within your rights to be upset about it if you are upset about it or to stop supporting them if you choose to stop supporting them. Uh, Ray Cicerelli, he's gotten quite a lot, of media of atten- a lot of media attention for what he said, where he said he's not going to continue racing. Now, there's a lot of people saying that it's because the team has had very little success and it's sort of just a sunken cost there, and now... It's time for them. They were planning on shutting down anyways, and they're using this as an excuse. That's just what some people are saying, and we're only reporting that here to play devil's advocate and play both sides. Or he really is that upset over it and is making his own stand about it. So essentially, at the end of the day, folks, NASCAR and racing in general, 
it's a sport for us to sit and enjoy. It's something that you can take your kids to. It's something you can take your family to and watch it with your friends, watch it with your kids, and just enjoy it with the people around you. And going to a track for a weekend isn't about just the racing. It's about the, you know, the time spent with other people, with your family, with your friends, what have you. So when it all boils down to it, at the end of the day, there's one thing that brings us all together. We're all race fans. We all love the same sport. And we can all agree at the end of the day, no matter what happens, NASCAR is a fantastic sport. And watching cars out on track, 550 horsepower, 750 horsepower, as long as we get to see cars out there on track, man, life can't really be that awful. And to just sit and be angry over everything that NASCAR does, because it's never going to make everybody happy, is, is ridiculous. And we can all just work together Take this whole time as an opportunity to evaluate ourselves, move forward, and basically see everybody as what they are. See everybody as another person. See them as a race fan and work on improving ourselves, listening to other people around us, and making sure that everyone is heard, caring about your fellow race fans. At the end of the day, Bubba Wallace fully believes in what he's supporting. All the power to him for supporting what he believes in. It's it's hard to sit and argue and say that any one person is less than another because everyone knows that's just not true. So he's making his stand. He had the Black Lives Matter paint scheme there on his car. Drew quite a bit of controversy, controversy, but at the same time, at the end of the day, he's standing for what he believes in, just like everyone else that makes a statement is standing for what they believe in. Say what you want, but listen to other people. Have respect for their opinions. Respect everybody else out there. At the end of the day, we're all race fans, and that's what it boils down to when the green flag flies and when the checkered flag falls. Everybody, you know where to find us over on social media, at Bottled Up Radio on Twitter. We are now opened up the Maconey Setup Shop as well. That's something that I've been working on in the background. The website is www.maconeysetupshop.com. If you're looking for iRacing short track setups, that is the place to go. We have weekly setups for the super late models, the late models, the SK modifieds, and the tour modifieds. Again, every single week we will have those posted. If you've got some weird track track and car combination that you want help on, we can handle it. We've seen everything. Let's see. We had the IndyCars at Texas, which isn't that crazy of a combination, but we we had that, and we had a lot of fun working on that setup and that was driver coaching as well i had a lot of fun building a setup for usa uh in the trucks that was a real weird combination and you're putting down so much power i've done the trucks at thompson as well the legacy trucks at thompson and let me tell you that that setup was a time and a half man that was a lot of fun to build though so if you've got something you want to build or setup you want built We can absolutely do that. If you want help driving, you're looking for driver coaching, we do that as well. So that's it's all there over on our Facebook page as well, facebook.com backslash McConey Setup Shop, or just search McConey Setup Shop. Once we hit 200 likes, we're at 159 as of recording right now. We're at 159. Once we hit 200, we're giving away six free setups. So that's going to be a lot of fun to do. Somebody that gets that, to the person that gets that, they are going to be very happy and hopefully very quick. We're also sponsoring a few drivers, but more information on that will be announced soon. Keep your eyes there over for all that for more information there. But everyone, at the end of the day, like I said, we're all race fans, and I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Bottled Up.